Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! All right, thank you for that, and welcome to a fresh week of sports talk here on Titillating Sports. I am your eponymous host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from Sports Byline USA, San Francisco, California, the network that started it all. Sliced bread, the internet with Al Gore. We decided to just talk sports and do it on a national basis back in the 80s, and uh, we're still here, and we're still talking sports. And the great thing about this show is I am so now is that I'll talk about any sport you would like football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quit a trouble about chess checkers, rugby, cricket, all of that stuff. And let's do it together at the toll free line 1 800 878 play 1 800 878 7529. Don't write it down, dial it up, and uh, let's talk sports in its most pure and unadulterated form the way the good Lord wanted it one person on a mic, one person on a phone 1 800 878. P-L-A-Y. You ain't got no wild about you ugly, girl. You ugly. We do have some guests coming up at 925 Pacific. We got Jake Brown from About the Authors. We also have Paul Long and Brad Silverman from Kappa Studios talking about uh, the film I Can about a one-armed softball player. 1025 author Daniel Jose Older for his book, Last Canto of the Dead. We'll check in with our pro-wagering friends at 1112. And at 1125, writer-director, animator Zach Passero for his new horror comedy, The Weird Kids with a Z. Who are these people? I interview everyone. That's what I do. I'm on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We'll get Twitch fired up again. Manana. Big shout out to our brave men and women in uniform listening on the American Forces Radio Network, both home and abroad. Thank you for protecting us and our allies. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're also on your TV sets. Forget HBO and Cinemax. It's all about CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2. Social media-wise, if you're in high school, we are on Twitter, at Rick Tittle. And if you're in junior high, we're on Facebook, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. We got three hours. Come on back. 
Do you have heart failure and often hear... Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist and ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Let's get in, let's get heard. What is going on in your sporting world? Well, yesterday, when you think about all the uh, – and we can talk about whatever went on over the weekend. How's your baseball team doing? We got a very interesting uh, Game 7 coming up in the NHL. And you think about these 
um, expansion teams and how they're designed now to hit the ground running. And you think about the Kraken getting to a game seven now, and you think about the Vegas Knights and their first year making it to the Stanley Cup finals. And it's the kind of thing where, as a Sharks fan, I'm pretty jealous <laughs> because they came into the league in 1991 <clears throat> by themselves. Yeah, there were an odd number of teams uh, in the West for a little while. And they were not given the number one overall pick. That was because it was going to be Eric Lindros. And if you don't remember, if you're not old enough, the hype on Eric Lindros was that he was going to be the next Mario Lemieux. And the Nords had the number one overall pick. Yes, we used to have teams in Canada. <laughs> we just have a couple now. But the Quebec Nordiques uh, were a, a terrible franchise. They ended up becoming the Colorado Avalanche. But the Nords had the first pick, and Eric Lindros basically did a John Elway to Baltimore. He said, I'm, there's no way I'm going there. There's no way. Like Eli said to the Chargers, there's no way I'm going there. By the way, how about Eli? I don't want to play in the sunshine on the grass. I want to play where it's freezing on artificial turf with the Giants. He got his way and won two Super Bowls. Talk about the decision that seemed wrong and was right. But anyway, well, the thing with Lindros was that <clears throat> it kind of went up to auction, and the Nords actually made two deals in principle with Philadelphia and the Rangers. And then the league was like, okay, well, who'd you make a deal with? And both Philly and New York were like, well, we, we, made, we have the deal for the first pick. And they said to the Nordics, what are you doing? And they go, well, we kind of have deals with both of them. So I had to go to an arbitrator. And then the arbitrator said, okay, the, uh, the Flyers get it. So the Flyers uh, draft Lindros. The Sharks <clears throat> got a guy named Pat Falloon. Falloon. And he wanted to be Gretzky. And he would tuck his sweater just in on the left side, which Gretzky did. He was a little guy. He tried. But here's, here's the thing that that screwed the Sharks. Not that so much. And I would have loved Eric Lindros, who had an okay career. He obviously wasn't the next Super Mario. But the fact was that when the Sharks formed, you had the Minnesota North Stars who were breaking up. And so half the North Stars became the Sharks. And it was like Neil Wilkinson and Doug Wilson and Kelly Kissio, guys like that. And the other half became the Dallas Stars. They took the North off and just kept it stars for the Lone Star State. And that is how, not while well, expansion, it's just Minnesota moved to Dallas then in 91. So the Sharks were basically a complete doormat. Doormat. Horrifying. But those were fun days out at the Cow Palace. And I worked those games on TV for their first nine seasons. Uh, and those are a lot of fun going out to the Cow Palace. I was mostly in master control. <laughs> you know, when I was working in TV, the only way you could watch the NHL is on Sports Channel America. If you didn't get Sports Channel America, you weren't watching the NHL. It was only a few years later they started getting games on ESPN. And by the time the lockout came along, the hubris of the league, like, well, we'll just go back to ESPN. What did ESPN do when there was no hockey? Gary Bettman's revolution. You know, you had the, the Yotes going out of business. You had the Buffalo Sabres going out of business. What happened? They started airing Blackjack. And you know what the Blackjack did? It got better ratings. So when the NHL came back, 
they had no network. ESPN is like, okay, here's our offer. And it was so low ball that the NHL was, was humiliated. So they decided to go to, wait for it, yes, the Outdoor Life Network. And so when I would watch a Sharks game, I would literally turn it on like three minutes early. And it'd be a guy standing in the back of a bass tracker saying, yeah, that was a good one. Coming up next, got the Montreal Canadiens versus San Jose Sharks right here on the Outdoor Life Network. So OLN, it just didn't match. So they decided to call it something else, and they called it Versus. And I said uh, <clears throat> the other channel was Sonnets, but no, V-E-R-S-U-S. And then that became NBC Sports, and then everybody started getting their own sport. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm watching teams – like obviously Vegas and you know Jonathan Marchessault in that expansion draft. Basically, the way they designed it for Vegas, they were going to the middle of the desert. There were no pro sports teams there. They said, "Can hockey survive where they've never seen ice? Can it survive?" And so they said, "The only way it will is they have to come in gangbusters. They can't be like the Sharks in '91." And so the amount of people that you could protect on your roster. You could only protect, I think it was like three defenders and four forwards and one goalie. You're basically opening up your whole team. And so what Vegas did, if they didn't take the Jonathan Marchessos of the world, who still is going great, and you just look at him against Edmonton the other night, what they were able to do was they were able to hold teams hostage. And so they would come back and say, look, give us uh, two second-round picks and we'll take some scrub. And teams would do that. And they would get, and we'll, teams were giving up first. I'll, don't take a, this guy and we'll give you a first round pick. They just wanted to keep their rosters together. So Vegas was built. I mean, look at Flurry. Flurry was so far from not done. It's just that you think about what Miller had done for Pittsburgh and they're like, eh, we don't need, uh, they're in Flurry anymore. And so, um, Vegas was built to win and look, that's better for the league. I, I do realize that. But if you think about now the possible matchup, the conference finals in the West with the Kraken and then with Dallas and, and here's the thing, my, um, I have a cousin that lives in San Antonio who just despises the Dallas Stars, and another good friend of mine, he he went out and bought a Kraken jersey, even though he's a Sharks fan. For me, if the name Seattle is in there, I hate it because I'm too stained by the Seahawks and the Mariners and the Sonics, honestly, which are now the Thunder. But I'm pulling for Dallas because I love little Joe. And Pavelski, of course, in the last round, Pavelski had four goals in a game, which the Stars lost. This is that when you see guys like Corey Perry, you're like, I can't root for that guy. But if they do get together, I mean, already in game seven, Vegas went three, one and zero against the Kraken in the regular season. Um, so if it is the stars, Vegas didn't do well against them, but I obviously don't want to see Vegas do well. The other thing is with Florida in the East, you know, I was rooting for the Canes because of Burnsy. I love Eric Burns, but um, when I think about, <laughs> when I think about all these teams now that have won Stanley cups that aren't named the sharks, like the ducks and the Kings and the Canes 
if the Panthers then lift one too, that is going to burn me. And this is because I'm jealous. Yes, it's because I'm jealous. So this first segment was brought to you by uh, Memory Lane talking about NHL expansion. But as I said, there are the Kraken. They're built just like Vegas is built. They're right back there again. These are expansion teams. They should suck for a decade. That's the way the good Lord intended it, but not anymore. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back right here on SportsBot. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline 
airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. <laughs> All right, whatever works. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Jake Brown. He himself, an author of 55 books, he is the host and creator of About the Authors TV, which airs on Tubi. That's T-U-B-I. And uh, seasons one and two are in the books, and now seasons three and four are available. Jake, welcome to the program. This was something that was sort of born out of the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you got here, please? Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, It's essentially what you said. You know, I did a – I like many, 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 many authors and other creators, content creators. Um, Heading into the summer of 2020, was really excited, thought I was going to have – 50th book that that was incidental it was actually a country music producers um basically anthology where i was profiling and interviewing about their backstories discovering production and then the production of their greatest known country hits of all the big music producers in nashville country producers and i got a call from my publisher and they said the book's not coming out and i already paid um a wonderful publicist named samantha downey uh, a pretty solid budget for the summer. So I said, would you have any other ideas? And she said, let's focus it on, you know, just like a 50th book thing. And that led us to just do a lot of Zoom things. And Zoom's technology, like so many of us, uh, yourself, I'm sure, included with your guests, it was an amazing way to connect with people. Um, obviously, for me, the idea of being able to talk to authors in their own writing rooms where they create books. Um, and after just talking about my own process, I thought, let's try and do this. So I reached out to Scott Tarot and Brad Meltzer and a, a bunch of amazing, Suma Kidd and Karen Slaughter and a bunch of amazing uh, authors that said yes um, to the initial seasons. John Lesquois, we have Ethel Bailey's last film interview, Mindhunter, John Douglas, creator of the, uh, they based Mindhunter on, on Netflix, um, which went on and on. And um, there's no one in the streaming space doing this. You know, we were watching all these news, uh, an exhaustive amount of news, where you'd have the crystal clean side of the screen and then you'd have the Zoom. So it's like the public was being, in, you know, kind of indoctrinated into and, and accepting of the Zoom quality. And I thought, what if I set up a set here and just started, uh, which we have here in Hendersonville outside of Nashville, and um, had been lucky to do some other TV work on Music's Greatest Mysteries and Breaking the Band and uh, Death Row Chronicles for BET. So I kind of had a sense of how the basic production side worked and had some great editors, and we just started rocking and rolling. So, um, yeah, we're now 700-plus authors in. We TV picked us up. We have um, seasons one, two, three, and four 
three and four just debuted. You got um, really cool authors like Andy Weir from the Martin, uh, Lincoln Rhyme creator Jeffrey Jeffrey Deaver, Joyce Carol Oates, Bones uh, TV show creator Death. Kathy Reichs, um, Rambo creator Eric Morrell, Joe Lansdale. Uh, it just goes on and on. Dean Koontz, um, Victoria Abiert. So there's just this amazing uh, energy, I suppose, that, that word of mouth created. And we've passed 2 million viewers um, with virtually no press. Um, and so it's really just been very organic. And we basically talk about how authors discover storytelling as a reader, then as a writer, how they make their way into the business and write their greatest series characters and standalones. And then there's advice for aspiring authors. So that's the elevator speech in a nutshell. No, it's fascinating. And you mentioned Effley Bailey. And I think about, you know, the Boston Strangler and, and Patty yeah. Hearst. And, and even before the OJ trial, he had his own TV show. So what was it like? Way before getting, OJ, yeah. 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 Uh, he, you know what's fascinating about him? Um I found him up in Maine, living above a hair salon, and he'd been disbarred. He was 82. Um, he would occasionally do something, but he really hadn't done a, ever a full episodic retrospect on his legal career. And and he, little known to many now, was the best-selling was the author of the two best-selling books by a defense attorney of all time. Still, one of them for the defense inspired generations of people to become lawyers. This guy um, represented, you know, some real underdogs. He established the burden of proof for publicity uh, being biased toward a defendant during a trial. Through Sam Shepard, won a Supreme Court president, got him out of prison, proved he was innocent. Represented Albert DeSaba, who by DNA now unequivocally has been linked um, to at least half of the Boston Strangler killings, and got this guy really examined for more of a mental capacity kind of thing than I think initially they had wanted to. Um, and it just went on and on. Um, you know, he represented Sid Vicious. People don't remember and got him out uh, after killing Nancy accidentally or otherwise. And then he committed suicide. But I mean, F. Lee Bailey, he's intersected. He represented John Gotti and Sammy Gravano for an afternoon before he heard those tapes and said, you guys are done. I mean, so his intersections with American history were really fascinating. And he went into real depth with us. We talked for almost two hours. Um, he died like four months later. So we wound up kind of strangely enough with the last televised interview um, with him. And I just, you know, with every author that I talk to, um, I try really hard because we cover every genre and generation. We have a science fiction edition coming up, a UK edition, a historical, just as reference to examples of the different variety. Um, and the whole point with every author we speak to is to try to give them the opportunity if they don't, none of them really need it from a fame standpoint, but we want everyone to have the opportunity um, even upcoming, our season seven and eight have David Baldacci, Gillian Flynn from Gone Girl, Patricia Cornwell, on and on. Um, these are not authors that need publicity or authors who, frankly, um, they wouldn't do this show unless they enjoyed it. And that's been what's really been our lifeblood because we talk about their entire catalog. We talk about really sort of in-the-weeds stuff about writing, but it's done in, I think, an interesting way, I hope an interesting way, um, that both caters to an academic audience, which would be the aspiring author, as much as their fans. You know, who, see, People think about how many books people read or listen to on audiobook on the train at the hospital if mom and dad are, are sick as they, you know, um, in class behind a textbook if you were me in high school. Uh, you know, there's so many ways that books get us through hard times. They help us understand things. They inspire us to write. They reconnect family. Uh, 
they do so many things that are companion pieces to our everyday lives that having a chance to kind of connect the dots, I suppose, between the creators of those books. Because think about how many people have read an author, but they've never really seen a TV interview with them. They might see a podcast, and podcasts are wonderful. But these Tubi TV picked us up. They go up on Tubi. They stay up on Tubi. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing, because we're trying to create an episodic archive. So yeah, we just hope that no matter what your genre or your particular flavor, we have like Jeff Perlman, if you're a sports fan, um, you know, it goes all the way across the gamut. Rambo, like I mentioned, if you like David Morrell, uh, Riding in Cars with Boys, Beverly D'Onofrio will be in the next season, Buzz Bissinger, the Friday Night Lights. It just goes, it goes on and on down an amazing cast, and, and we hope to keep doing it for years to come. So, yeah, we appreciate you uh, letting us spend a little bit of time talking about it. Yeah, I've had Baldacci on Perlman, but then again, it was just audio, so the video is something, too. But, by the way, as an aside, as a guy, yes, I mean, yes. I just heard an interview with Stephen Wright that it took him seven years to write his book. So, for you, when you pump out over 50 books, it's almost like Stephen <laughs> King style. Uh, I don't, I don't you... know about all that. Thank you. <laughs> How are you able to be? I've so been doing prolific? it 25 years, so it's yeah, it, 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 it spreads out. Um, uh, use what you want to know how how you do that. Yeah. How do you do so many cool radio show guests? <laughs> I mean, you're pro- as prolific as I am, and your storytelling in a completely different medium. I, but it's I, well, I can tell you why. Right? I just turn on the mic and start talking, and luckily, I'm pretty good yeah. at it. But that's a, that's a lot easier than putting than sitting there and banging it out on a keyboard, isn't it? Well, yeah, you know, for me, what's been different um, in my career is I, I write with a lot of bands. Um, I'm a musician, producer myself here in town, um, and, and started out as a multi-instrumentalist. Tech. So many here, everybody here plays everything. But I say that just in reflection of the fact that I moved here to be a songwriter and was already a, a record label owner. And kind of just by, I had started writing a couple books. I did a Nikki Six and uh, Suge Knight kind of in 2001 and two, and then um, I wrote mass market paperbacks for a few years, hip-hop paperbacks like Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Biggie, um, they're all there. I've covered pretty much everybody, Tupac, and then strangely, like, my publisher, Amber Books, the first publisher, Tony Rose, that gave me a shot, Navon Rose, they licensed um, four of my hip-hop titles in Japan, and then I was like, oh, wow, okay, you can have that happen? Okay. And I had contacted the Tupac Shakur estate um, about this idea I had because I work with so many producers here and was just talking shop with them all the time. And I'm like, man, there's not really a book series. It was one book series called Behind the Glass that had really, really, I mean, like David, like Quincy Jones type producers, but there hadn't really been a series that took the everyday record producer who may have multi platinum records, but like authors, they have a big New York Times bestseller and they have three records between the next, then and the next one. So you really get to talk to them about their process and how they produce and where microphone placements go to create certain sounds and just stuff being in the studio I knew. And I started writing behind the boards um, with rock producers. That led me to think of this idea for in the studio. I've had a lot of dumb luck in my career with like titles that nobody had. So I trademarked in the studio, amazingly got it. Um, and contacted Afini Shakur, uh, Tupac Shakur's mom, and we share the same attorney at that time. And uh, she basically authorized me to talk to all of his producers and that I could. Um, at the time, we have Johnny Jay's really only book interview uh, before he passed away. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, so I did that. I don't mean to. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, but we're out of time. I want to make sure everybody check out uh, what Jake Brown's got going here about the Authors TV. It airs on uh, Tubi. You can check out uh, their YouTube channel. Uh, to find out yeah. more shot right there in Nashville. Hey, Jake, thanks for coming on, man. 
Thank you. The National Songwriter Series and Joe Satriani. I'd always plug there as well as heart. But there's a lot of books out there. We appreciate you, you uh, uh, covering ours and mine. Have a great day. Okay. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Pilot. For powerful HP tech your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off all HP laptops regularly priced $599.99 and above with the Staples Connect app. Plus, this week only, the HP OfficeJet 9015E Wireless Color Inkjet Printer is $70 off. For the best deals on the best HP tech for your small business, shop Staples. In-store only. Excludes Chromebooks and clearance. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at CollectibleExchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's CollectibleExchange.com. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmakers Paul Long and Brad Silverman. And uh, Paul is the founder and president of Kappa Studios. Brad is the chief content officer. They're here to talk about the movie I Can, directed by Tyler Sansom, hitting theaters this summer. It's based off the inspirational true story of Caitlin Pavey, who became an All-American full scholarship college softball athlete with one arm. Paul, let's start with you. You know, when I heard this story, first I thought of Jim Abbott, and then I thought, no, wait, he was a pitcher. Then I thought of Pete Gray, which I always heard about, the one-armed big league hitter. What was the inspiration? Obviously, I know the inspiration, but what was the sort of genesis behind this project? Well, you know, we, um, we saw the project, and we just thought there was something very special about it. And everybody loves a story of people persevering and and going forward and stuff. And what we really liked about it was that there was a God component in this thing. And uh, the back plate of it is uh, an adulterous relationship that the parents enter into. The child is born, and they are saying, is God punishing us? And so that's really what I thought was pretty interesting, just to let people think about that and, and realize where they stand with God. So that's that part. And then the, the sports part of it is just spectacular because here you have this gal who's just got the heart of a warrior. She plays like a meister. I mean, she's just... <laughs> She's a hitter. She, she's in the field. I mean, I, there's one shot almost like a Willie Mays kind of thing going over the top. Just She's just gifted. And so and she won't find a more humble or lovely person. And so we just think she's going to be a real inspiration for young girls and people all across the country. And Brad, do you think also, um, you know, if, the, if this film or this story had come out years ago, that obviously it would be just as inspirational. But the, the world is sort of like more... Um, you know, uh, all-encompassing when w- the encouragement and, uh, you know, the, the with the rise of the Special Olympics and everything else that uh, more people are like, yes, you don't have to be in the shadows. Give it a go. And if you don't make it, that's still fine. At least you tried. And then not only does she try, but she's an All-American. Yeah, good observation. Yeah, no, I think definitely. I think with, with the increasing news cycles, right, and across all media, you know, it just kind of, trying to get clicks with sensationalism or whatever, whatever side of the fence anyone's on. And it's like, so yeah, it's great to see this true story with this girl who's just, she's this little redheaded girl who just, to, to watch how she plays is spectacular. Just how she can whip, you know, like a Jim Abbott or Pete Gray going back. I had to look him up. I remember the name. I, I, I looked him up on my phone while Paul was talking so I could, you know, <laughs> intelligent talk about Pete Gray. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, no, it's 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 great to see her in action, and absolutely, I, I remember a couple like last week, Paul I was like thinking, you know, she does more with one with one arm than I can do with two. It's pretty spectacular. She really does, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm a sports nerd. That's why I know those names. Um, yeah, I love so. it. That's right. Hey guys, you know, also uh, there's going to be a Caitlin Pavey bat. Oh yeah. Of the uh, the guys at Louisville Slugger are commissioning a bat for her. And this is just so spectacular, and it's going to be in their museum and stuff. But anyhow, I'm just telling you that something very special is happening. God is moving this project and the people together in a mighty way. We're grateful for it. She's from Louisville, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, small town just just uh, west of Louisville. So the story takes place uh, about four years ago. So it's a modern story. She's a, she actually just graduated uh, from, uh, yeah, from a school in that region as well. Uh, but yeah, the story takes place when she's a senior in high school, just outside of Louisville. 
The thing that I think is really amazing too, uh, Paul, is that it, like if you asked, I think most of us to hit one-handed, we would use our dominant hand. In other words, I'm right-handed, so I would stand in the right-hand batter's box and I'd have my back hand all the way back on the end of the bat. She's using her right hand, but in the left-handed uh, uh, batter's box. So it's her lead hand, so she's not going to get as much power and she chokes way up. So she yeah. found a way to just, I guess, get knocks that way, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's incredible. And I mean, just think about just running, just everything is just physically. It's a very, having missing a limb is, is a very challenging thing, but like you pointed out earlier, and I love it, uh, there's, there, this, is a, this is a call for everyone to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to get off the bench and I'm going to go do it, whatever it is. Right. And I'll add that you know, most people, you're so right. Rich, that's a, you'd think it would be almost like it's like a tennis player swinging a forehand, right? Right. But she actually uses it as a backhand. You're exactly right. She uh, she does. She, she uses it like a right-handed backhand tennis player. And for whatever, I think she just, I think she switched. I don't remember when she switched, but it was early on in her softball career she switched to using that backhand, and she can still crank it out. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's astonishing to look at. Yeah, it's pretty great, yeah. If you could, most of the country doesn't know about the, and I went to a small Catholic school in California, but uh, a really small one, Kentucky Christian. Can you tell us about yeah. the that team? Yeah, no, it's a small NAIAA school um, that uh, I don't know all the details of where it ranks in terms of Division One, Division Two, and such. But um, yeah, it's a it's a small private school. That um, she actually transferred. She was she was at a, a different school uh, in Cincinnati, and then transferred to Kentucky. And um, it's funny, just like any other. I, I don't remember if it was during the transfer portal year. I think it was pre 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 that. But nonetheless, yeah, she transferred to Kentucky Christian and uh, just tore it up there. And she just felt that that was the better place for her, and her parents agreed. So that's where she just graduated, and that's where they she got her All American. And uh, she said that this isn't her story. It's God's story, and from what I can tell, you guys at Kappa sort of have that same theme as does her university. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really one of the things that really drew us to, to her. You know, since we pivoted our company a number of years back to just doing faith and family, I've been in the secular business many, many years, and was just grieved by some of the stuff I was putting my hand to, and I just felt, and my wife and I just prayed and felt like we just need to make a change, and so we did. And uh, we, I, as I often tell people, we did it and then prepared for impact. We didn't, th we didn't know what was going to happen except maybe a big crash. But I realized I either had to do it God's way or just go out of business. So that's kind of how it went. And we were uh, surprised and excited to see that there was a lot of business that came in, in this other category. It's allowed me to do stuff that I think is gainful and gives people hope at a time when there just isn't much hope right now. By the way, speaking of Kentucky, a couple of weeks ago in Berkeley, I saw Tyler Childers, who's from Lawrence County, out there. Oh, I'm not familiar with it. I'm not familiar with with who that person is. Oh, okay. He's a big country star from the Bluegrass State. Oh, you know what? We're from, we're we're the the the, the coaster the, the 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 left coastals here. We know we, nothing. We know nothing from country music. <laughs> we're more Dodger fans than you Bay Area yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you won't hold that against us. All right. Now, the other thing is, is that I'm sure there are producers standing around thinking about doing the uh, Caitlin Pavey story. Have you already been approached by screenplay writers? Well, this is the film. You know, this is the one that we're doing. So we, uh, 
this is the film. It is a feature film that's coming out. Um, it's all wrapped up. Yeah, we're we're ready to go. So this maybe maybe the sequel. They they can they can get involved in the sequel to it when she. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what, what the next. Sequel I don't be? know. That's a good question. Yeah. We, you, Rich, you're gonna have to start a professional women's softball league, and then she can go dominate there. Yeah. <laughs> what was um you know you think listen we all no matter if we're able bodied or not we all have moments when we want to give up when we want to quit and so for her I'm sure especially when she was younger being teased and kids can be so cruel what were some of her tougher moments? Yeah, it's, it's depicted in the movie. Um, the, uh, yeah, her dad, uh, who's portrayed in the movie, uh, the whole I can mantra, right? The film's called I Can, and it was just always sort of overcoming whether you have two, you know, one arm or 12, I guess, just that, that sense of perseverance. But, um, yeah, ironically, even though she has the huge disadvantage of one arm, she also had injuries like other athletes. So she blew out her knee, um, and even as we met her, she you know, was walking with a brace, and it's just like incredible to see that. So it's, it's one of those, well, that's not fair. You know, it's one thing to have one arm, but yeah, I'd say other obstacles were just, you know, she, I think she tore her ACL, and just you're like, wow, she still goes through the typical ups and downs of a typical athlete and has to do, you know, lengthy recovery just like everybody else. So she has to play by the same rules as everybody else in terms of injury and such and also have the distinct uh, obstacle of just having the one arm. And you know, then, the other uh, thing I like to slip in and say is that there's this issue of mental toughness and just uh, knowing how to let things go by no matter what they are. And she's never really shared much with us at all. I think she's just such a professional, incredible sports person. She's, yeah. just, she's, a, she's a star. That's it. She's, she is a hitter in every regard. And so she approaches life, I think, differently than a lot of people do. And, uh, you know, we didn't get the sense of being, oh, I'm a victim, oh, I've been persecuted, none of that. She's there to play and to win, and she's just she's on it. And so it's been very inspiring just to be around her. Yeah. There's not a lot of complaining or anything like that. I just don't detect anything but love, smiles, and a lot of hard work. And then, uh, Paul, what's what's next for her? What's on her docket? Is she in grad school, or what's she doing? Well, I think the most exciting news is she's getting married in September. So I think that's wow. the biggest thing that's on her docket. Forget school. Yeah, forget school. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she'll be getting married this fall. Um, so her fiance is a great guy. So we had fun, been fun getting to know him as well. So I think yeah. that the uh, becoming a wife um, has been, uh, I'm sure, most most notably on her plate. And then uh, one more question for you, Brad. I know at Kappa Studios you created a, a revenue share model. What that sounds a little bit different. What is that? Yeah, good good question. So. Typically in Hollywood, I guess, and this is you know to the to the sports crowd versus the the, the film crowd here. The, typically in Hollywood, uh, it, it's hard for certain filmmakers to make back the money that they put in or that their investors have put in. So we just came up with a model that that, that is a little bit more equitable, where everybody kind of shares in the revenue from dollar one, and we all just kind of we're, we're all in it together. So ironically, it, it is probably more of a team team model where everybody gets to share from dollar one as opposed to, you know, one group gets all the money and then the next group gets what's left over and the next group gets what's left over, which is kind of the typical model. So consider it more a team effort, uh, equitable sharing for all parties. Yeah, and in that model, unless the film is a big runaway hit, nobody makes money but level one. That's it. And sometimes it's just making, you know, money back. So if a film performs normally or pretty middle of the, rain, middle of the road, uh, in the previous model, uh, there's no money. 
This will let everybody share. With, if the film performs, awesome. If the film doesn't perform, same deal. But everybody knows what's going on and gets their share of it. Well, everybody, make sure to check it out. It's called I Can. It's coming out this summer from Kappa Studios. You can go to kappastudios.com, like the Greek letter K-A-P-P-A. We've been speaking with Paul Long and Brad Silverman. Gentlemen, congratulations on the film, and thanks for coming by. Great to be with you, Rich. Appreciate you, man. Take care, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. <clears throat> the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 
That's 800-390-5160. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. You know, a lot of people have uh, asked me, you know, when the A's leave, what's going to happen to Oakland? Well, they're not, Oakland's not going to fall into the bay. But it's not going to be a big league city anymore. It'll still have a lot of culture and a lot of... Uh, aesthetic beauty and a lot of people and a lot of creativity and a lot of diversity, blah, blah, blah. But it's not going to be a big league city. And the San Francisco Chronicle has something on their Sunday edition called the pink section and they call it date book. And it's about all the entertainment and arts and things of the Bay. And the cover of it this Sunday was a, um, a drag queen, but dressed in a military outfit with a helmet and a Bundeswehr German outfit with the German flag on it and just with all this really crazy makeup and long hair. And I have nothing against drag queens. Do whatever you want. But the the subtitle was – or the, the headline was Oakland ready to move on. And then underneath uh, the picture of him or her, it says, with A's looking to leave, we find plenty of other entertainment in the town. And then I looked at the article and it said, you can listen to Too Short. He's from Oakland. Like, look, I, I, we already love Too Short. And whether or not you like drag queens or not, that's fine. I'm not judging anyone. But what I'm saying is that none of that replaces a baseball team, you idiots. You idiots. Do you really think that replaces being a big league city? Yes, there's still stuff in Oakland. But don't act like it replaces major league baseball that has been there since 1968. That's the thing that I find really offensive. Look, we got other stuff. Who needs baseball? Well, good for you. You don't really like baseball then. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take another little break. Come on back. We still got two more hours on Sports Byline. News. I'm Richard Johnson. Pessimism from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the debt ceiling talks going on at the staff level. I still think that FARC art doesn't seem to be that that they've audited. It just seems that they want to look like they're in a meeting, but they're not. They're not talking many things serious. McCarthy says he thinks there needs to be a debt ceiling deal by this weekend in order to have time to get it through Congress. 
The Treasury Department says the USA could default on some debts as soon as the 1st of June, unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. Congressional leaders are scheduled to meet again with President Biden tomorrow at the White House. The number of people trying to cross the southern border since the expiration of Title 42 continues to drop, according to the Border Patrol. NBC's George Solis in El Paso says one big reason is uncertainty. Many of them are now trying to understand the new rules for entry because many of them fear that if they are now caught entering the country illegally, they may not be able to seek asylum for the next five years. So this is a heavy decision that weighs on a lot of these families. Homeland Security officials say it's too soon to tell if the expected surge has peaked. Ukrainian President Zelensky's European tour continues today in the UK. He met with Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Today we spoke about the jets, very important topic for us. No jets from Britain yet, but it will send hundreds of long-range missiles and armed drones to Ukraine. Looks like a runoff to decide the next president of Turkey. Longtime incumbent Recep Tayyip Erdogan failed to win more than 50% in weekend voting. Vice Media, one of the first successful news organizations born of the Internet, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Some of Vice creditors have made a conditional offer. A new company called Telly wants to give you a new 55-inch TV. One thing is the show you're watching will share the screen with ads, continual ads. The head of Telly says there's already a wait list for its half a million TVs to give away. This is USA News. A lot of new enrollments, huh? Braylon, Brayden. Monique's daycare is crawling with new arrivals. Hey, sweetie, are you hungry? She needs more early childhood educators. Did your socks slip off again? And a nap. Hey there, little guy. Okay. Whoa. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Omaha Steaks Burger Perfection Flight, made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks, rewrites the book on burgers. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout for an extra $20 off your order, plus free shipping when you order the $79.99 Burger Perfection Flight, a fantastic array of pure ground steak-on-a-bun burger greatness. For $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight, use promo code TREAT at checkout at OmahaSteaks.com and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Chicago now has a new mayor. Brandon Johnson's been sworn in as the city's 57th mayor, succeeding Lori Lightfoot. She lost her re-election bid. Johnson's a former teacher and teachers union official. He was also a Cook County commissioner before winning the mayor's race. A small county in northeastern Tennessee is defending its decision to use money from companies paying opioid court settlements on things not related to fighting the war on drugs. Green County, Tennessee, has instead paid down county debt and funded some capital projects. The mayor says Green County's borne the cost of the opioid epidemic for years and says they need to start paying a lot of overdue bills. President Biden speaking up about new restrictions on guns that he would like to see happen. If you're under 21, the president wants to make it tougher to buy a gun. This, he feels, will help to slow the pace of mass shootings. Biden wrote in an op-ed in USA Today that he'll call for states to enact laws that give the federal background check system access to all records that could prohibit someone under 21 from purchasing a firearm. I'm Skip Kelly. The godfather of poker has died. Doyle Brunson's long, legendary career at the table included 10 World Series of Poker championships. Rarely seen without his cowboy hat, Brunson had become a face and voice of poker as tournaments became popular TV content. His book, Super System, is still used by people learning basic poker strategy. Doyle Brunson died yesterday in Las Vegas at age 89. 
I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour two of three. Lines are available. We'll start off opening things up at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1025, we will have an author. Uh, 11-12, J.D. Sharp will talk MLB from Pro Wagering. And then we'll have a filmmaker, Zach Passero, in the uh, third hour. But this is mostly open lines this hour. <clears throat> Saturday night at Coors Field. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very scary scene as a right-handed pitcher of the Rockies, someone I had not heard of, Ryan Feltner, was struck in the head by Nicholas Castellanos. Of course, we know him of the Phillies. And uh, as it turned out, he does have a skull fracture, uh, does not require surgery. And uh, Castellanos feels terrible about it. He shouldn't because it's not his fault. If you watch the pitch, and it's a hard look. The guy throws the pitch, and he's about as helpless as he could possibly be. He's sort of like leaning off to the right-hand side, uh, I should say the first baseline side of the mound. His glove's way over on the left, his arm's way and it's just his face is completely exposed. He does not have that Joaquin Andahar who would pitch and then look like a shortstop on top of the mound as soon as he would pitch. It's just a reminder to be ready. I saw Brandon McCarthy one. It was like some Wednesday did getaway game at the Coliseum, and everybody went ooh, and McCarthy got hit on the head, and everybody kind of laughed. And then they told his wife, "We'll let you know if he'll live or not." He had bleeding on the brain, and he did need surgery. And he almost wore a hat with plastic protection in it, looked like a helmet. And he's like, "I can't do it." But I'm sure there'll be another call for pitchers to wear helmets. 
it's a dangerous spot to be. But uh, anyway, uh, I guess it's a good sign that he does not need surgery. But he was already hanging by a thread in the big leagues as it was with the uh, ERA, which is uh, way over almost six, a 5.86. So they said Nicholas Castellanos. I, I remember when Darnell Coles of the Mariners hit a kid over the dugout with a foul ball and he went to the hospital and Coles felt terrible. You shouldn't. I know you do, but you shouldn't. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. 
Hour 2 of Titillating Sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Let's go down to Houston, Texas, who's called us up. It's Christian. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right, Rick Tittle. How are you about how about you? Not too bad. What's on your mind, my friend? And nothing much, just a couple of things, namely and I just wanna basically get a get this out the way first. But when it comes down to the whole job or rant situation, I know you really can't talk about it because of the obvious, but Still don't. When it comes down to Jamba Rant, the fact that he basically is caught on Instagram again, holding a gun and what have you, the dude is basically wasting money as we speak just by doing stupid things like, (laughs) you know, putting his career at risk, losing million-dollar deals with the Coca-Cola company by way of Powerade and with Nike for his new sneaker deal. Do you think that even with a suspension coming up for him, which is going to be happening anyway, that his career is pretty much down the drain? No, it it's not down the drain. Um, but you're absolutely right about all the money that he has sacrificed because the first time he was in a club and, you know, he said, Hey, check out my gun. And that was a big deal. And then he profusely said, I need to make better choices. That was really stupid. I'm never going to do that again. I learned my lesson. And then apparently there was the teenager who was playing at his house and he punched him in the head. And then he has this friend that he goes around with this guy pack. And then that guy got thrown out of the game. But the the kid said that John Morant went back into the house and came out with a gun in his belt or in his shorts, whatever. And then after all this, he's in a car and he shows the gun again, almost just to be like, ha ha, I still got it, baby. Uh, So yes, you're right. The the team has suspended him, but the NBA is going to come down hard. He might miss the entire next year. So what he has sacrificed is a lot of money. And you talk about those sponsors that want nothing to do with him now. I almost feel like he's more interested in his hairdo sometimes than his career. I mean, he's got like 5,000 different color. And look, I'm not trying to make fun of his hair, but I just sort of feel like, why don't you concentrate on this amazing God-given talent? And he had to work really, I'm sure he had to work really hard to get where he is. So I don't think his career is over. Um, he's too good for a team not to give him another chance. But And I don't think the Grizzlies are going to give up on him either. It's not like one of those deals like a Dylan Brooks situation. So he might miss the entire next year. He's obviously sacrificed millions of dollars. But if, if he gets on the straight and narrow, he can still have a long career. I mean, come to think of it, I've seen a story earlier today about some – big-time radio show out of New York naming him a donkey of the day. And it basically brings true that a lot of the musicians, a lot of the people that he idolizes, they idolize him because they see the fact that he came from a small town in South Carolina. And, I mean, he basically came from a small town in South Carolina, barely 3,000 people on the map. And they knew how hard it was for him to struggle just to get to the top. And the fact that he's wasting it 
all the way just for, you know, as we say on the street, the gap. It's just pathetic. It is pathetic. And Very the other pathetic. thing is you're always going to have hangers on the um, – the the Warriors, this is before your time, but the Warriors drafted a guy named Chris Washburn back in the day, the guy to NC State, and the and he was a young guy, he was big. The first thing he did when he came to Oakland was to hang out with every uh, bad dude he could possibly find. And uh, John Morant needs to, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to pick his friends for him. This is all on him. This is nobody's fault but him. Um, at a certain point you can talk about immaturity, but, and you can talk about making a mistake like he did the first time. Like, why did I show, he actually said, you know, why did I show that gun? That was so stupid. And then to do it again, I really don't have any sympathy for the guy. Hmm. Understood. But to be honest, hopefully he can get his, he, hopefully he can get his things together, so to speak. I mean, I just hope that he basically realized how stupid he pretty much made himself out to be. Now, the other thing I want to talk about when it comes down to tomorrow night, the draft lottery, and what happened yesterday with the Sixers losing, obviously getting blown out the gym by the Celtics and losing the series. Let's just say this. If the Rockets don't get the first overall pick in the NBA draft, which, let's face it, it might be possible because the Pistons sucked a lot more than the Rockets and Spurs this season. Would James Harden be willing to come back to a team where he basically has either the number two or number three pick helping him out and basically a young team trying to be the core? I think that... He well, I was gonna. I'll I'll get into Philly coming up. I guess at ten forty because I have a lot to say about that and Doc Rivers as well. But obviously, Wembyana is okay. going to be first. Going to be the first pick. I would imagine Scoot Henderson, and then somebody will go for Brandon Miller's talent. But if for some reason it is the Rockets and not the Pistons or the Spurs that get Wembyama, I think everybody would be excited about that. Other than that, I don't know. You you have to you know more about. Harden's connections than Houston than I do. What do you think about answering your own question? (laughs) As long as he stay away from the well, it's going to be hard for him to stay away from the nightlife. I think a nightclub already inducted his jersey into their so-called wall of fame, but still though, I don't think that if James Harden does come back to the Rockets and if the Rockets got the number one pick and Victor Wimbanyama, which is obvious, that it's going to turn out to be a super team. As much as I want, as much as my Homer Butt wants to basically say it will be a super team, it's not. I mean, especially well, when you got Wimbledon. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Don't you think at some point you get sick of being mm-hmm. at the club? I mean, how old is Harden at this point? <laughs> old <laughs> enough to know that he should basically spend more time on the court. Then he does well, trying to. Chris Rock had the great line. He said, "The old man at the club is not an old man. He's just too old to be at the club." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's no mm-hmm in the champagne room. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on your mind, buddy? Uh, nothing much. But other than that, 
you know, thanks for having me on. I'm going to get off here. I will talk to you on social media until then, at Brit Tittle. Hopefully more with some good news after tomorrow night. All right. Thank you for that. Yes, that's uh, Christian out there in uh, Houston, Texas, Galveston County, to be specific. And um, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. I was all excited about the NHL draft. That's what I was excited about. And I want to I, I want to get into some of these, you know, the comparisons to Connor Bedard with some of these other number one picks over the years. I don't have time to do that now. But we can get into the mock draft, which we will definitely do when it comes to the NBA. And like the mock the NBA draft used to be twenty rounds. <laughs> and then it went to fifteen and then it went to twelve and then it went to seven and then it went to two. Two rounds. And then even if you're a second-round pick, you don't even get guaranteed a contract. So it's almost like one round, really. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come on back on the other side with author Daniel Jose Older. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. 
Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Daniel Jose Older. He's here to talk about his new book, Last Canto of the Dead. It's the thrilling conclusion to the Outlaw Saints saga. Daniel, welcome to the show. And uh, first of all, let us know, uh, who uh, people who aren't familiar, the Outlaw Saints saga. What's going on there? Hey, thanks so much. It's really great to be here. Um, so the Outlaw Saints saga begins with Ballad and Dagger. That's the first book came out last year. And in it, we meet a 16-year-old piano prodigy, Matteo Matisse, who has to tap into his newfound healing powers when an ancient evil rises in his community from the shadowy history of their magical lost island, and he watches the girl he has a crush on murder someone right in front of his face. So it's a fun adventure, chaotic, uh, wild, and full of magic. And we pick it up in book two, where they're on the magical island of San Madrigal. There's monsters, there's a war. It's very exciting. Now, Mateo is a typical guy, but he also happens to be a very accomplished pianist as well why did you throw that in for the character i love music i, I was a musician in another life in my 20s um it's just uh, music is a part of you know the world the way i see the world and i really wanted a character that also saw the world through music and then in that period of time i was also working as a paramedic in new york city so it was that tension between you know working in the creative arts and then working in the medical industry and uh, other people's disasters all around me and that's exactly what Mateo's trying to figure out is how to how to heal and how to live and how to thrive. That's your next book. How many stories did you get out of being a <laughs> paramedic in New York? Man, it was a wild time. I learned a lot about the world, learned a lot about the city, uh, how people work. You know, it, it's truly, you know, it made me the man I am. I'm so happy I got to do it and uh, I'm glad I'm done. Was there a time when you were like, all right, I'm not getting back in the ambulance. I'm, I quit. <laughs> Pretty much. I did it for 10 years and I knew uh, I was going to go into 
at, for a while, I thought it'd be music, and then eventually, I was like, "All right, it's gonna be books." And once I really settled on writing books, man, look, I was writing all the time. I would jump into the back between calls, get on the stretcher, and just write chapters, you know, and get the work in. And then finally, just reached a moment when I was like, "All right, this is the moment. Let me make my move." And I never looked back. You know, I love the the diversity of of big cities like New York and like we have out here in the Bay Area as well, and. You know, I just think about the yeah. book and you think about Mateo and you think about he, you know, meets her at a bat mitzvah. I mean, it's just like all the different uh, <laughs> cultures and ethnicities blending together here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, San Francisco is a, that's another city in my heart. I love that place. Uh, absolutely. You know, I think the truth about big cities is there's tons of different people from different places. That's what makes them so amazing. And when we put them in books, all we're doing is telling the truth about the world around us. Last time I stayed in Brooklyn, I was in uh, Crown Heights, and uh, which kind of remind me of, of the area I'm from in, in Oakland, not architecturally, but just kind of the vibe uh, of mm-hmm. the place. And there are some people who will go to Park Slope, but they won't go to Coney. So what is it about setting <laughs> this book in Brooklyn with all the different – I mean, it's, it's the biggest um, – uh, it's the biggest uh, uh, borough. It's got so many different neighborhoods. It's it's pretty a rich area in which to write, huh? Exactly. No, it's exactly that. You know, I would just I would just walk around the streets, and the the city itself has a song, and it's a song made up of so many different voices from so many different places, and that's that's really the power of it. And and there's so many stories, you know. So it's like if you're listening, if you're paying attention, the city will speak to you. And that's where so much of this story comes from. This community obviously comes from an imaginary island in the Caribbean, and it's an island that has Sephardic twos and pirates and Santeros from Cuba, right? So it's its own kind of uh, mixed mishmash of cultures, and then they all end up in Brooklyn when the island itself sinks into the ocean. So it felt like a very Brooklyn story at its heart. Tell us a little bit about the mythical place born out of your own imagination, and that is San Madrigal. Yeah, it's it's full of culture. It's full of life. Uh, most importantly, all of the different traditions brought with them when they when they went to San Madrigal first, and then later when they all moved to Brooklyn, they brought all of their songs and their gods and spirits and demons and everything else and their magic. And so that magic kind of resettles and it, and it formulates into something brand new as, as they move through the world. And that just struck me as something that's so true. You know, like culture is constantly in motion. It's very alive. There is no one pure thing. It's it's always, you know, mixed. And that's what's amazing about it. And seeing it transform over time and over space is so powerful. So we meet these characters who, who love their traditions that they come from and are also really fighting to hold on to them and to walk in their own legacies. I had the comedian Al Madrigal on studio with me many years ago. He's from San Francisco and he talked oh. about how. He's awesome. You know, he's from he's from the Mission, which is the Latino uh, predominant neighborhood in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he said he was told that he had been saying his name wrong. And he's like, what? Madrigal. And they go, no, it's Madrigal. He's like, it's Madrigal. And they go, no, it's, it, <laughs> exactly. is, it is. Yeah, it is Madrigal. And he's like, I, I can't say it like That's that. That's it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up in a, a household that's Jewish and Cuban. You know, so we have this whole mix of folks, you know, just in our house, basically, all the traditions that we carry with us. And uh, that's just something I've always appreciated about the world. Now, writing for the young adult, you know, right around junior high, what is it about the interest in writing for that age group? Because on the one hand, you can't baby it because they don't want that. But on the other hand, you can't have, you know, Grand Theft Auto type of plot. So what about that little demo niche? (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, uh, young people are always uh, at turning points in their life in one way or another. I think um, growing up is full of, of these crisis moments that really change you and that you change in, in response to. And that's what that's what story is about at the end of the day. Every story is about a crisis. It's about a turning point. And if we're doing our work right as writers, those, those crises will happen in the world around the character and they will happen within the character. And, and so it's really about telling the story of a young person shedding away some of the mythology of childhood and stepping actively into adulthood. And I think that also speaks to why so many adults also end up loving and reading young adult literature is that we're always going through those motions. You know, sometimes the frequency of them slows down a little bit, but we're, you know, I'm in my 40s and I'm still, you know, growing and changing and leaving behind certain trappings of childhood. Like we're always moving forward. And so I think the, you know, the struggles of young people speak to everybody. When you think about putting this series to bed, I'm sure it's bittersweet that you're glad you can move on to something else, but you're also going to miss these characters mm-hmm. and miss the sort of, uh, you know, on rails success of this series as well. So what is it like with that bittersweet feeling? That's, that's it exactly, man. I love these kids. They, you know, they really like grew up in front of my eyes and I watched them turn into the people they are. And you really develop this closeness with uh, these fictional people in your head. And I also knew from the beginning that this was going to be a two book series. I knew they were going to go on this arc that we would get partway of through book one. And now with Last Canto, everything really comes to a head and comes to a close. And it's beautiful to watch. It, it is sad. I will. I already miss them because, you know, I finished writing the book months ago and I'm like, man, those kids are great. I wonder how they're doing. You know, they're really like real people in your head. <laughs> In your mind, do you sort of cast the uh, live action? Like, do you think about an actor, an actress for these characters? I, you know, in a weird way, I see it as animated. I don't know if you watched um, Arcane recently on Netflix. It's such a beautiful um, animated series. And I kind of imagined it in, in that world a little bit. Um, but mm. yeah, at different times, you know, sometimes it depends on the project, but sometimes you'll, you'll definitely uh, come up with people. Well, it's called Last Canto of the Dead from our guest, New York Times bestseller, Daniel Jose Older. Make sure to uh, check this out. Hey, uh, Daniel, congratulations on the book, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. All right. You know, I I just interviewed a guy earlier in Jake Brown, who's written 55 books. This guy also, by the way, uh, Daniel Jose Older, he he also writes for the the High Republic on the uh, Star Wars series as well. And uh, you interview enough authors and you just think, oh, it's easy. I'll just write a book. Now nah, I'll just bang it out. <laughs> just throw it together and uh, bang it out. But uh, seriously, though, the, <clears throat> the young adult audience is I, – I would have – I mean I'd have to do a lot of research just to think what do they want to hear because they want things slightly titillating but they don't want it too gross you know it's more about uh i would think when i just think about back in uh, my time you know it's like this you're in eighth grade it's the first time you start like slow dancing with girls and you know you like maybe do a little kissy face and hold hands i don't know how advanced you were but it's sort of that uh i guess i'm not a little kid anymore but i'm also not ready to be a navy seal or to run a hedge fund just yet. <clears throat> but if you can find that pocket, I mean, you just go into a Barnes and Noble uh, and you just see the young audience section, the young adult, I should say. It's huge. And my favorite, and this is a real category at Barnes and Noble, 
paranormal teen romance. Once again, paranormal teen romance. And that's mostly girls kissing hot vampire guys. Yes. Is that born out of <laughs> uh, Eclipse and all those vampire movies? Yes. But it's basically teenage girls making out with hot vampire guys from England. It's a whole category. Write a couple books. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got some open lines. Come on back on Sports Violent. Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's Frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for Frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's hours may vary. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more.
Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Call in and talk sports at 1-800-878-PLAY. We have Vince in Lafayette, California. What's going on, Vince? Well, I was reading on the Internet that um, according to um, um, guy Stein, Mark Stein, he's, uh, he's supposed to be an insider of the Warriors. They think that... Um, Bob Myers is going to exit, uh, but he said Bob said out of his mouth that he was going to take two weeks. So I don't know how he has that information already. That doesn't make sense. Do you, do you see Bob Myers uh, returning? I kind of expected him to return because <clears throat> I don't think there's a better job. He's from the area. They love him. They pay him well. They have an ambitious owner. They have a brand new building. Unless he's just bored and he wants a new challenge. But if he leaves, I would yawn. I don't care. Uh, all right. And the other thing I was going to say is Harden's probably going to leave Philadelphia. The, the gentleman from uh, Memphis that's leaving, um, he's not going to get re-signed. you see him going possibly to Sixers? Still in the spot. Dylan Brooks? Yeah. Remember he no. said the owner said he's not going to re-sign him? No. Okay. Now, so do, who do you think Philadelphia is going to replace him? Well, it, it's. I mean, listen, to replace Harden, that's a lot of points you got to replace there. Um, I don't know which direction they're going to be looking one way or another. I just wonder if Doc Rivers is going to stick around, but uh, we'll see. Well, he's under contract. It's not like his choice, unless they fire him. That's what I mean. He's not a free agent. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll fire him. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked. I mean... But you never know. I mean, nobody's, nobody's safe. I mean, even the Warriors coach. I want to say something about the Warriors coach. And, again, he's a genius compared to me. I'm a nobody. But this is just some nobody um, putting his two cents in there. I really think that Poole should have been starting, not because I think he deserves it all the time, but he's like he scores, what, 26 points average when he's starting, and he's, like, miserable when he comes off the bench. It just seems like you get a lot more productivity out of him if you do that. And then if you, you don't like him after that, then you could put him on a trading block because then you have something to show for it. Um, so I don't know. The other thing is I think he didn't do good with his youngsters. Um, there's several players that should have been playing, I felt, throughout the season that didn't get to play. Now they're in the pickle because Green may or may not stay. But even if he does stay, you have a declining core. Where, where do you see the Warriors doing? Do you think they're going to start giving minutes to these younger players or they're going well, to do the same thing? In way? my mind, I think if you give minutes to a young player, and believe me, it's hard when you're 19, 20 years old. I mean, Moody's 20 years old. I thought he played about as well as he possibly could. They really, especially when they got after they got rid of Wiseman, they really wanted Kaminga to step up, and he just didn't. And this window with the Splash Brothers over 30 now, this window is so tight to try to win again. It didn't make any sense 
to play youngsters unless you weren't going to the playoffs. And while they had a chance to remember, there was a time there. We were wondering if, you know, if they were, we've kind of figured maybe they'd be in the playing game. But when there was a chance during this window, you're the defending champs. You, you're only going to play kids that are awesome. And they just weren't. They made too many mistakes. So this really wasn't a time to blood them. This was a time to see if you could run it through one more time there. So what do you do next season? <clears throat> well, next season, I, I we'll see about Draymond. It's a player option, and I don't see him getting out of it, quite honestly. I think he would be stupid. No, I think he's going to uh, stay. I think he's mm-hmm. going to stay. I don't, he may sign a contract. I think there's rumors of what I had. And I don't, again, these are rumors from The Athletic. That he's looking at maybe a three-year, sixty-million-dollar contract, you know, you know, and I think that's something the Warriors would probably consider doing. I mean, they would save yeah. seven million this year, and then two, you know, tw- and I think Green is, you know, he's willing to take a little discount, you know, to, to stay. I think Green's staying. Um, the question is, what about the rest of the players after that? I mean, you, I think Clay has got a big contract. He's got one more year left. I don't, I don't see that the Warriors resigning Clay after the following year, just because. You can't keep everybody. I mean, <laughs> there's a point when you just got to start letting something happen. And I think that's right, because I think Moody will take Clay's spot. And I think um, Kamingo will probably start playing a lot more minutes. I mean, that's what I think is going to happen next year. Bolin is still a good player. I think he could be starting to get a lot more minutes. That's why I'm starting to wonder, when do you start making a switchover? And the Warriors are in that dangerous position, because um, – but, you know, if they start not making the playoffs, they're charging a lot of money for those tickets. They could be like the, the Giants, a lot of empty seats. That's why. That's why. So, you, if Green comes back, do you see the Warriors still um, giving some minutes to the um, younger players this year compared to last year, or what do you think they're? Uh, and what about no. Poole? How do you think they're going to handle that? If they well, Poole's got a hundred and twenty-eight million dollar extension that's going to kick in, and and he had a very outside of. Two games, he had a very disappointing playoffs. He was out of control. I mean, you think about that last game when he sat down with four fouls and no points. You and I could have done that, Vince. Four fouls and no points. So he uh, was a runaway train. His his he had ridiculous turnovers and took stupid shots. You think about that game in sack. What was that game six where he took a shot from forty feet? when there was still like eight yeah. seconds left. So I think it'll be the Splash Brothers coming back, Wiggins coming back. I don't know. This thing with Green, um, the, they'll have a talk with Lakeup. I don't think he wants to be a lame duck and be under a one-year contract. So if they give him, like you say, 60 for three, that means they still love him. Uh, all is forgiven. Um, you know, Looney's still going to be around. It's just the other guys, you know, like the GP2s and the uh, your boy, DiVincenzo. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Baldwin is, he's the last guy on the team right now. I mean, he's behind even a guy like lamb who won't be back. So we'll see who they draft. We'll see where they go. But yeah, I I do like Moody. Um, he's not gonna, I mean, he might be the two guard someday. He's never going to be a clay. I just think once they start playing these young guys, you're looking at probably four or five years of no playoffs. That's going to kill him. Cause, uh, (laughs) I mean, I, I was in a doctor's office the other day. And the, this couple went to the Warriors game, and they drove in, which is to me insane. You, you guess how much they paid for parking? Uh, fifty dollars. Seven fifty. How much? Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Now. 
Yeah, they said the park. Well, I have some right land in. I have some yeah. land in Lake uh, Okefenokee that I'd like to sell them. Yeah, but they're. I mean, they were. I mean, they didn't look like they were an old couple, and they didn't look like they'd be BSing. And they, they paid seven hundred. You can older. buy a used car for that. They they bought they bought they I know. paid seven hundred. Insane. I mean, what, according <laughs> to my son, he says it costs one hundred fifty dollars to park for the Giants. If you if you take a car, he doesn't drive. He when he goes to a few Giants games, he takes obviously public transportation. But he says one hundred fifty dollars for parking for the Giants. So well, I could see. I think it'd be one hundred and fifty if you want somebody to if you want to take a limo to the game. No, he said the the the, the garage there, and I, I mean I've seen it when I was um, went there when I was doing appraisals. This is like a couple of years ago. They were charging seventy bucks just with no game. You know, <laughs> it's like, and I was sitting there going, "That's insane." That's if you did there all day. I mean, or you know, four hours. I think I was doing twenty minutes, thirty minutes was an appraisal, so I was in and out. I think I went up spending like twenty bucks. But it, it, it was like ridiculous. It was like the, I'm you know, just looking like up the best the best parking near Chase Center. Um, the Mercedes Garage is twenty bucks for game day. Warriors Way is fifty. The Exchange is sixty. China Basin Garage is twenty five. I mean, the people so who pay more, the people who pay more than that, deserve what they get if they're that stupid. Oh, either then they were lying to me. I don't know because I don't go to games. Oh, I, I go to games once in a while, but mostly concerts. And I always take public transportation. I mean, they have it super. They have it where you could take. A, uh, now they have a, a straight train underneath the, the uh, city. You know, you take it from Civic Center, which is kind of cool. But uh, so I'm gonna do that with a few concerts. And then the, the other thing is uh, changes. Uh, uh, going back to my favorite team, the Sharks. They signed that Russian goalie, uh, which I heard quite a few teams were interested in him, but he figures he's got a starting chance. And, of course, they got the other guy from the University of Denver. Um, both those goalies are, look really good. I think Aguirre uh, was talking mostly throughout the season. He was going to prove the goalie situation. He thought that was a number one issue facing the Sharks. It looks like he might have done that. I mean, I mean, the, the picks, obviously, his first year – they're looking at you know two more years before they start playing, uh, and even this Russian goal uh, gold score they're going to pick uh, fourth overall. He's looking at three years, so you have to give Gear a few years before. But um, if they prove the goalie situation, because they had one of the worst goalie tandems in all of the NHL last year, do you see the Sharks uh, making a run where they got a shot at the playoffs, or do you think they're still going to be two more years away? Well, if they hold on to Carlson. If Couture and, you know, Hurdle lead those top lines, I think, of course, they have a shot. I wouldn't bet on it. You know, you think about getting rid of uh, the, the talent that they did in, in, in Burns and, and Meyer. They took a step back. And, yeah, Capo Kakinen and James Reimer, probably both those guys are going to be gone. I think about Aiden Hill. They've been searching for somebody to get between the pipes for quite some time. I yeah, just they, wonder yeah. about mm-hmm. – what they did with that Russian goalie, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard he's one of the best goalies in, in, in Russia that is coming over here. And, I mean, he had uh, decent numbers for not a good team. He, it was like he led his team into the playoffs. You know, and I heard there was like about 10 teams interested in him. So that could be. And, that guy, and we got, like I said, the University of Denver. That guy had phenomenal numbers. But you know what? If you think about great, great yeah, but you think about our blue liners right now, outside of Carlson, who's mostly an offensive guy, and I hope he wins the Norris, but, you know, Henry Thrun, Mario Ferraro, 
you know, Radim Shemek, Vlasic is still around. Nikolai uh, Kiznov. I mean, they they don't have a lot of talent in between. I mean, on that blue line either. Yeah, they they have about two to three guys who are decent. That new guy from Harvard is not bad, but they're they're really lacking. There's um, when you get past the second, when you start going to the second line, and especially the third line or fourth line, their defense is pathetic. I mean, I've seen so many times, which to me that drives the coach nuts. Is when the guys get ahead of you and they've got breakaways on the goalie. That's no excuse. I mean, once in a while that could happen, but when you're doing it game after game after game, it just you know the coach is getting crazy, you know, because of that. And there's and you got to know where you're at. You can't. You got to be. You got to have at least one guy back at all times. You can't just let guys go be, you know, skate ahead of you. But I think they're slow too. That's probably one of the reasons too. But I hope uh, losing Burns really hurt. I mean, that was tough. But I hope that I don't know. I think the goalies that they were still bad though. I, I've seen so many long shots go in. I'm just hoping that they could. I mean, they don't. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs next year. I think that's my gut. But I think if they make it interesting, where they're not getting blown out and their you know, games are close and they're and they're um, you know decent shot for the playoffs, but maybe ten points back, I think that would be kind of a major improvement. That's what I'm thinking. The Sharks go uh, for next year, but that's my goal. I hope the Warriors do okay. You know, the, the stadium for the A's is officially gone uh, kaput. They let the thing expire. Uh, but it's not a done deal. I, from what I read, and I read the Vegas newspaper online, and they're saying that they do not have the votes for that $500 million. No, that um, thing is going to pass trip. easily. It, it, uh, I got to run to a break here, Vince. But anyway, I just I have no hope on them staying. And there's always no people that are going to... They're always going to make us feel like there's a chance, but there's not. Anyway, thanks for the call, Vince. Lines are available 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byland. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Uh, I'll leave you with this before we go to hour number three. There is a uh, former NFL star that wants to come out of retirement and join the Jets so he can play with Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, my <clears throat> I might have been deceived, but I don't think so. I saw Aaron Rodgers throwing passes wearing number eight. He's not 12. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) But he was wearing number eight. But he hasn't even been there a month. And uh, the Jets were handed five primetime games. Last year they got one. But that former star I'm talking about is none other than wide receiver. Oh, Joe Namath. Thank you. Is retired for Joe Namath. I was trying to think of who was 12. I'm like, Richard Todd, duh. So number, I think he wore eight at Cal, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe that's why he's going back to eight. Okay, Joe Namath, duh. But Brandon Marshall says, he goes, here's why I'll be ready if I get the call to come back as a New York Jet at tight end. We're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to be able to contribute at a high level, and this is what I'm going to be able to give you. 45 catches throughout the year, 20 to 30 plays a game, and I'm going to give you eight touchdowns. Well, he's 39 years old. Bring him into camp. What could it hurt? I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back.
USA News. I'm Rich Johnson. Pessimism from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on the debt ceiling talks going on at the staff level. I still think that Park Art doesn't seem to be that that they've audited. It just seems that they want to look like they're in a meeting, but they're not. They're not talking many things serious. McCarthy says he thinks there needs to be a debt ceiling deal by this weekend in order to have time to get it through Congress. The Treasury Department says the USA could default on some debts as soon as the 1st of June, unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. Congressional leaders are scheduled to meet again with President Biden tomorrow at the White House. The number of people trying to cross the southern border since the expiration of Title 42 continues to drop, according to the Border Patrol. NBC's George Solis in El Paso says one big reason is uncertainty. Many of them are now trying to understand the new rules for entry because many of them fear that if they are now caught entering the country illegally, they may not be able to seek asylum for the next five years. So this is a heavy decision that weighs on a lot of these families. Homeland Security officials say it's too soon to tell if the expected surge has peaked. Ukrainian President Zelensky's European tour continues today in the UK. He met with Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. Today we spoke about the jets, very important topic for us. No jets from Britain yet, but it will send hundreds of long-range missiles and armed drones to Ukraine. Looks like a runoff to decide the next president of Turkey. Longtime incumbent Recep Tayyip Erdogan failed to win more than 50% in weekend voting. Vice Media, one of the first successful news organizations born of the Internet, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Some of Vice creditors have made a conditional offer. A new company called Telly wants to give you a new 55-inch TV. One thing is the show you're watching will share the screen with ads, continual ads. The head of Telly says there's already a wait list for its half a million TVs to give away. This is USA News. A lot of new enrollments, huh? Braylon, Brayden. Monique's daycare is crawling with new arrivals. Hey, sweetie, are you hungry? She needs more early childhood educators. Did your socks slip off again? And a nap. Hey there, little guy. Okay. Whoa. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Omaha Steaks Burger Perfection Flight, made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks, rewrites the book on burgers. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout for an extra $20 off your order, plus free shipping when you order the $79.99 Burger Perfection Flight, a fantastic array of pure ground steak-on-a-bun burger greatness. For $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight, use promo code TREAT at checkout at OmahaSteaks.com and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Chicago now has a new mayor. Brandon Johnson's been sworn in as the city's 57th mayor, succeeding Lori Lightfoot. She lost her re-election bid. Johnson's a former teacher and teachers union official. He was also a Cook County commissioner before winning the mayor's race. A small county in northeastern Tennessee is defending its decision to use money from companies paying opioid court settlements on things not related to fighting the war on drugs. Green County, Tennessee, has instead paid down county debt and funded some capital projects. The mayor says Green County's borne the cost of the opioid epidemic for years and says they need to start paying a lot of overdue bills. President Biden speaking up about new restrictions on guns that he would like to see happen. If you're under 21, the president wants to make it tougher to buy a gun. This, he feels, will help to slow the pace of mass shootings. Biden wrote in an op-ed in USA Today that he'll call for states to enact laws that give the federal background check system access to all records that could prohibit someone under 21 from purchasing a firearm. I'm Skip Kelly. 
The godfather of poker has died. Doyle Brunson's long legendary career at the table included 10 World Series of Poker championships. Rarely seen without his cowboy hat, Brunson had become a face and voice of poker as tournaments became popular TV content. His book, Super System, is still used by people learning basic poker strategy. Doyle Brunson died yesterday in Las Vegas at age 89. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Just looking at some of the top picks <clears throat> after Wen Banyama, and I was talking about Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller, who, of course, was connected to and on the scene of a fatal shooting in Alabama, but he's 6'9", and he can score. So what about the crime? After those top three picks, though, from the mocks I've seen, believe it or not, you got to go back to the really the Lopez brothers, but they weren't even this highly touted. Four and five are supposed to be the twins, Amen Thompson and Osar Thompson. I'm saying that right. A-U-S-A-R. Could be Osar, Ozar. I'll say Osar. But these are <clears throat> two six-foot-seven forwards for overtime elite and they both score 16 points a game Asar has uh, more rebounds and a higher three-point percentage but Amen is the playmaker of the two this is what I'm uh, reading I don't know these guys but twin brothers going four and five and you just wonder about which one you want <laughs> 
but that'd be pretty amazing. Usually when you get twin brothers, one of them stinks and feels, you know, kind of like less. I don't know if I should say that, but, you know, one of them is not that great. And the other one is really good. But uh, I don't know. Every once in a while you get twins. They're both really good. But uh, to go four and five, Amen Thompson and Osar Thompson would be pretty, uh, be pretty cool. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. We're going to check in with J.D. Sharp on the other side. We'll talk a little MLB. After that, we'll talk to Zach Passero, who has written, directed, and animated a new movie. Well, Ice Age 9. It's not Ice Age 9, but we'll talk to him. And uh, your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. We're on American Forces Radio worldwide, saluting the troops, doing a great job, saluting the enlisted men and women who do all the hard work. And never get saluted. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Wendy's Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. 
limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's hours may vary. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Tittle. Thank you for that. And it's eleven uh, twelve. That's when we check in with one of the sports analysts over at ProWagering, ProWagering.com. We have J.D. Sharp with us once again. We're going to talk a little Major League Baseball. J.D., over the weekend, it's kind of an important series. Is you know It is mid-May, but still kind of an important series for the Padres versus the Dodgers, just to let the Dodgers know that, hey, we're still here. And it didn't happen. The Dodgers swept them. The Padres only score four runs the entire weekend, and uh, pushing them seven games behind Los Angeles are the uh, Padres. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, St. Mary's College, uh, his ERA down to one four two. Is this when the Dodgers now, after kind of a, I don't want to say bad start, an indifferent start, is this when they sort of start making their move to prove they're the best team in the senior circuit? I'm not sure that they can that they can do that either way. <clears throat> the Padres, for whatever reason, they they just don't produce runs. It's it's very strange. You're right. They played three games and they only scored four runs. I think they had zero runs in two of those games. Um, the Dodgers have a really questionable bullpen at best, and that's gonna that's gonna prevent them unless they somehow change that. Uh, but that's gonna prevent them from being you know what we'll call the, the top team in Major League Baseball. But but Betts is playing really well. Freddie Freeman's playing really well. Miguel Vargas, who's a rookie, 23-year-old rookie, he's got about 21 RBIs, four home runs, but he's got a really smooth swing. He's playing well. Obviously, Outman's playing well. And Will Smith is a really, in my opinion, he's one of those guys, he's a good catcher, but he's a better DH. And so they have, and then obviously they got J.D. Martinez in the offseason, and he had a couple home runs, I think, or a home run yesterday. So, so yeah, the, the players that they need to play well are playing well right now. I still think that their starting pitching is up in the air. And, I, well, I mean, I, their bullpen's worse than their starting pitching, but their starting pitching isn't what it was. So uh, do I think that the Dodgers are going to make the playoffs? Probably. But are they going to make the World Series or, or cement themselves as the top team in baseball at any point over the course of the year? I would say no. It is uh, kind of amazing when you look and see that Kershaw leads the league and wins, and he's got a two three six at 35 years old. The guy just – he's already in Canton, and he keeps rolling. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you about Tampa Bay. Uh, they have some injury scares um, lately. They have – speaking of the pitchers, they have eight pitchers on the – the injured uh, list, but still 20 games over 500. And, and as we were just talking about, it's a long season of uh, ups and downs. But uh, Tampa Bay, for you, still the best team in the AL East? Yeah, I, I have to think so. I mean, you look at what Shane McClanahan is doing, and he got he kind of got hit uh, against the Yankees a couple of days ago. Gave up like four runs in four innings, but he's still got about a 2.5 ERA and a perfect record. Uh, and then obviously Franco and and Randy Arozarena, who at this point would probably be a decent bet for the AL MVP. I mean, Otani is is having an unbelievable year, and he obviously gets a war from both sides of you know as a pitcher and a hitter. But Arozarena is hitting 330. He's got 10 bombs, 35 RBIs. Obviously, the Rays are winning a lot of games. Franco is playing really well, also. I mean, they just they just have a lot of guys. Isaac Paredes, 
uh, Taylor Walls, Yandy Diaz. I mean, their hitters are just stepping up. They're, they've all pretty much got over 15 to 20 RBIs. And then with that pitching staff, Zach Eflin is really good at home. He's not good on the road. They've got Taj Bradley. He may be on the IR right now, but he's a he's a young, impressive pitcher as well. So yeah, and they've and you know, Peter you know, Fairbanks, their closer, is pitching well. They've got three or four guys that could actually close. So yeah, at this point, I think you have to say that the Rays are the best team in Major League Baseball. But is that set in stone? No. Um, when I look at Baltimore, who are off to a fantastic start and they're 12 games over and that American league East is just unbelievable for how everybody is playing there. But, you know, Gunnar Henderson, who we were all looking at with that young team with the, you know, the Adley Rushman's and all the other youngsters they had, he's well below the Mendoza line right now. And he's just striking out in, in bushels. And we got to remember how young he is, but do you think they need to send him down or try to let him hit his way out of it? I I think he'll probably he's a pretty good defensive player as well, but I I think that he will probably stay up with the Orioles. I mean, he was the number one prospect in baseball the uh, last year, or actually he was considered that this year. Corbin Carroll was number two, and then yeah, you do have Rutschman, who's actually being considered a top ten MVP candidate right now. He's sitting close to three hundred. He's got six bombs, twenty two RBIs. Uh, Henderson has power. He does have four home runs, but yeah, he's sitting he's sitting the buck seventy five. That is that is not a good number by any stretch of the imagination. And, and in all fairness, yesterday he pitched or he faced Mitch Keller from the Pirates, who is quietly becoming one of the most dominant pitchers in the National League. And for anybody who does futures bets, Mitch Keller, NL Cy Young, would be a reasonable move for you at this point because the guy, is, he, he hit 99 a couple of times. He's got five pitches. He's only gotten better as his career you know, went on. We'll put it this way. I went out and I bought a uh, Mitch Keller gold refractor autograph Bowman Chrome because I think that, and I got it for, for 30 bucks because no one really knows who he is, but he's the type of guy where that could be a $5,000 card in a couple of years. He has that much talent. So, yeah, Henderson played a really good pitcher yesterday, but he still has that power, and I think he fits in that lineup, so I think he'll stay up. Yeah, I was reading today that the, the Pirates are going to try and uh, extend him, which I think is smart what they did with Reynolds, and you think about the youngsters like O'Neill Cruz there as well my A's would never try to extend somebody. Anyway, we don't want to talk well, about will, the A's. We want to talk... when they're in Las Vegas. I mean, we'll think about see. it. You've got, you've got the Knights that are they're making the Western Conference Finals. The Aces won the WNBA. If the Raiders make some noise this year, there's going to be a standard that's going to be set with Las Vegas sports. And the A's are going to have to live up to that. I think they will. Well, if they have the same ownership, I don't know, J.D. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. Let me ask you about Boston because they're they're over 500, but you talk about their rotation. They basically don't have one because every single Red Sox pitcher with at least three starts ERA is over five. It's amazing with that stat that they're still over 500. What would happen – now, are they going to wait around for the Chris Sales of the world to start pitching well again, or do you think they start making some moves? Well, Sale did pitch pretty well last game. I think he gave up one or two runs through six innings, but the guy's, what, 34, 35? He's been hurt. Uh, Hauk has been inconsistent. Um, who was their other starter? They've, they've got a couple of guys. I can't even up. Uh, obviously, Corey Kluber's been really bad as well. He's got about a six or a seven ERA. Um, the only reason that they're winning the games the way they are is because Devers has got 11 bombs and 37 RBIs. Jaron Durant's hitting about 400. He's a 26-year-old, probably second-year player. 
Uh, that's been playing pretty well. They've still got Turner. You know, Verdugo's playing pretty well. And then, uh, and then this rookie, Matza, Ma, Ma, Mata, yeah, what's his name? Yoshida, what's his first name? Ma, I forgot. Mata, yeah, Matsu, the, well, the rookie. Matsusaka? Ma, yeah, I don't know. No, Yoshida. His last name's Yoshida, but he's oh. playing really well. He's got like five bombs and 26 RBIs, and he's sitting close to 315. So, so yeah, I think that they've gotten a lot of help from their bats, but can Devers, although De- Devers is a really talented player, and I think that he can probably sustain these numbers and end up with a top three MVP season and go 140 RBIs and, and 40 home runs. But if he doesn't, with the pitching – if the pitching doesn't get better and it doesn't look like it's going to, the bullpen's okay, they're top 10, but the starting is questionable at best, uh, then I think the Red Sox have a real chance to miss the playoffs. I was close with Matsuyaka. It's Masataka. Yeah, yeah, Masataka, but he's having a great Masataka. All right, last question for you. The Cardinals dug themselves a huge hole. They were 14 games under. Now, they have a, I mean, right now, what are they, nine under? They have a big week coming up with the brew crew and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, do you, do you think, I mean, the Cardinals couldn't even figure out the giants. Do you think they're able to figure out these two teams? Well, they did just sweep the Red Sox. And I think that they're kind of, they actually kind of mirror the Red Sox. They have a very similar team, really questionable starting pitching with Michaelis. And I guess Wainwright is back now. Steven Matz, who is, highly inconsistent Jordan Montgomery who was highly inconsistent Jack Flaherty I mean they have five guys that are just really inconsistent bullpen's fine top 15 but they have in a they have an extremely talented offensive lineup Lars Newtbar is playing well Nolan Gorman the rookie is playing really well uh, Arenado is he's a perennial 3530 guy that'll that'll happen Goldschmidt's a perennial all-star as well uh, Knizzer is actually a pretty good catcher. He hits decent as well. So uh, Dylan Carlson, Brendan Donovan. So I think that the Cardinals actually have more talent offensively than the Red Sox do. But, again, they're, they're in that same boat where I really have a hard time wagering on them because it, they're just so inconsistent. And I'm as, I'm as data-driven as, as a handicapper is going to be. And I'm 51-34 and 34 this year, Rick. I'm 60% having a great season. But it's one of those teams that because of the inconsistencies with their pitching, I kind of stay away on their games. You know, I'll leave you with this. You talk about regret, and I'm not a, a better like you, but when I saw that Vegas, the over under the season with the A's wins or losses, I think it was 97, and I laughed because I said they're going to lose 110 games easily. Right now they're on pace for 127 losses. I should have thrown down the cash, J.D. You should have definitely thrown down the cash on that one. If you know your team, you know your team. So let that be a lesson learned. There he is, J.D. Sharp, pro wagering, teaching lessons. J.D., always good stuff, man. Thanks. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with some uh, – actually, we're going to have a uh, filmmaker coming up next. We'll do that on SportsBot. When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, 
you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You talking to me? You talking to me? Tittle can usually be found at He Baby Mama House. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And uh, if we get our guests, we'll uh, throw them on the air. <clears throat> Until then, I think I might have to talk some sports. You know, James Harden, after that game one against the Celtics without Embiid, it looked like he was going to put his playoff reputation behind him. In other words, stinking in the playoffs. 45 points, but in games five, six, 
and seven against Boston, he scored zero points. Now, some of that was garbage time. But, I mean, yesterday he hit one three-pointer, five turnovers. <clears throat> In the fourth quarter, he only took one shot. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Doc Rivers was asked about that. He said, James in particular, I thought he was trying to do the right things tonight. I really did. Well, I mean, it, it harkens back to Ben Simmons' infamous 2021 conference semifinal performance against the Hawks when he was criticized for his lack of assertiveness in the fourth quarter. And he was outright blamed by Joel Embiid when he passed up in an opportunity at the rim and dished it out to Matisse Thiebel, who was fouled and only made one free throw. And then, of course, Ben Simmons on his social media account shows him all bundled up on the couch watching. <clears throat> Does that make you feel good, Ben? Because you know what? You're just like the rest of us watching on your couch. But, yeah, I mean, Tatum, he had he had a pretty good series against Philadelphia, but then he just absolutely delivered 51 points. And we were talking about, you know, game sevens and the playoffs. You know, no one had ever hit 50, and Steph hit 50 in Sacramento, and that record lasted, what, a little over a week? 51 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, <clears throat> six three-pointers, 112.88. And... Look, Joel Embiid didn't really show up yesterday either. So the questions linger for Philly after another second-round exit, meaning another offseason with a lot of questions. Harden will be back. Does Tyrese Maxey get an extension? And what about Doc Rivers, too? And, you know, there are a lot of people that will blame Doc Rivers. And if you want to look at his career, Rivers' teams have blown multiple 3-2 series leads. And he's now 6-10 and 10 in Game 7s. No other coach is even close to 10 Game 7 losses. And then again, you got to get to a Game 7. <clears throat> Keep that in mind. His teams are now, when they have a chance to clinch, he has coached in 50 games when his teams have had a, a, a chance to clinch, and he's lost 33 of them. 17 and 33, that's 34%. And by the way, 33 losses is by far the most in such a scenario for any NBA coach in history as well. And about being up 3-2, Rivers has lost four series um, in the seven times his teams have been up 3-2. So he's three and four there as well. <clears throat> and... You know, you think about this year being up 3-2, losing to Boston. 2020 with the Clips, he was up 3-1, lost to the Nuggets. For that, with the Clips, he was up 3-1 against the Rockets, lost that. You want to go back a decade, up 3-2 with the Celtics, lost to the Heat. Up 3-2 to the Lakers in the finals, lost to them. Up 3-2 to the Magic, lost to them. And if you want to go back to when he was coaching the Magic, and this is 20 years ago, he was up 3-1 on the Pistons and lost that. And 
you can say teams under great pressure will often take on the personality of that head coach. Well, is that true? <clears throat> is it his fault that Joel Embiid only scored 15 points and that Harden in the entire game only scored nine? Is it his fault that the team shot 37% from the field, 21% from three, out-rebound, out-hustled, and out-worked? Well, maybe those. I mean, sometimes you'd say, I mean, it, uh, he doesn't have the, the right stuff, technically or motivationally, whatever it is. But I know there are people saying Doc Rivers should never, ever, ever coach this team again, not even one minute more. Well, I doubt these same people were saying that when he was up 3-2. How you like Doc Rivers? Pretty good. Doing a good job so far. <clears throat> Look, Embiid won his MVP. Who's his head coach? You know, Harden showed glimpses, glimpses of his greatness and his NBA multiple scoring crowns, too. Um, Tyrese Maxey had a good series. Uh, P.J. Tucker... Tobias Harris. Now, on the other hand, you can say, well, look what Boston's doing with Joe Mazzula, who is from Missoula, Montana. No, Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula, who learned on the job. And a lot of people said he's clearly over his head here in this series because Doc Rivers knows what he's doing and Missoula doesn't. And in game six, with Philly at home and a chance to win it, Jason Tatum started off one for 14 and it didn't matter because the Celtics prevailed anyway. Now, sometimes you fire a head coach and you're like, why? It's because you just want to blame someone. I think that's like the Nick nurse situation in Toronto. <clears throat> Obviously that's the case in Phoenix. I don't know why they would fire Monty Williams who seemed like a perfect fit, but now you're going to hear, you know, like, well, we want Monty in Philly. We want Nurk, uh, Nick Nurse in Philly or Nurse Nick or Dick Doctor. Mike Budenholzer is on the market. That guy was coach of the year with Atlanta before getting to Milwaukee. And all the Greek freak did was just talk about how amazing he is. So <laughs> I saw some article in Philly. It said all hope for the 76ers ended when they hired Doc Rivers in the first place a few years ago. I'm like, that, that's that's pretty dramatic, and that's pretty knee-jerk reaction, too. So was it a bad day in Philly? Well, it was a bad day in Boston for Philly, yes. Is that the one that you think will be? I mean, this is the thing now. With the Suns open, with KD and Booker and Paul and Aiton, here's the thing. This is why Monty Williams shouldn't have been fired. He just had one of the best four year stretches in NBA history. He took over a team that had not been into the playoffs for a decade and took him to the finals in his second year. He won coach of the year in 2021. He won coach of the year in 2022 from the coaches association. So one official one and one other one, he went 80 games over 500 and he got fired. <laughs> So now they're talking about Ty Lue. Well, Ty Lue right now is in charge. Well, he's not in charge of the Lakers, but he's employed by them, and he has pledged his loyalty there. 
I think one of the more interesting names there, and like I said, the Mike Budenholzer, Nick Nurse, why wouldn't you talk about those guys? I don't think Frank Vogel's going to get fired there, quite honestly. But the the name that I think is interesting for Phoenix is Tom Izzo. Do you know how many times Tom Izzo has been offered a job? I think Dan Gilbert has tried to hire him 10 different times in Cleveland. But there you go. You don't win, you're out. What have you done for me lately? Like today, like five minutes ago, three minutes ago, you're fired. And I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. 
internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla! Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Hey, hey, ho, 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 what you got, you got to go, hey, hey, ho, ho. The other day I was talking about that it was kind of lame that my A's get out this Thor hammer when they hit home runs when they're on pace for 127 losses. Eh, you got to keep it light, <clears throat> I guess. But just taking a look at some of the other celebrations, the Nationals get out these powdered wigs. They're not really powdered, but it's a kind of a founding father's look, which is, uh, as they say, on brand. They take off your hat and they throw on the powdered wig and then they give you a little American flag to wave. <laughs> I do love that. And then with the, uh, the Orioles, they have the, uh, the Homer hose which is basically how you would uh, shoot beers. They're not throwing beers into it, but you do get on your knees and you hose. I mean, you remember in college, I, there was one time from my frat, I was visiting the frat. Uh, I'm a Delta Chi. And, and by the way, don't join a fraternity. <clears throat> Just don't. It's all bad. You won't go to class and you just chase girls. It's a waste of time. It's also humiliating. But anyway, I'm a proud Delta Chi. And I went to the Delta Chi chapter on Channing at Cal. And not only were they shooting bears, they were shooting from the roof. So a guy would be up three stories. Then they had the hose all the way down. Then it's like, drink, 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 drink. Yeah, drink responsibly. <clears throat> the angels have the samurai hat. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... Uh, Otani, uh, apparently, when they said, hey, let's get a samurai helmet, apparently Otani bought the samurai helmet for $2,500. It's called a Kabuto. It's incredibly heavy, and it's incredibly authentic. So this isn't a hose with a drink going in it. Uh, the Mariner's trident, of course, a trident is a three-pronged spear. A triton, or triton, Hotel Triton, San Francisco, is a three prong crown 
the green monolishi with the three pronged crown. Remember that Judas priest? No one does. But yes, the Mariners, God of the sea, although it's a little bit used up because the A's were doing it for winning pitchers. Just look at pictures of Chris Bassett holding that thing. Uh, The twins, of course, known as the land of 10,000 lakes. Why do you think they're the Los Angeles Lakers? One of the stupid, not as dumb as Utah Jazz. Maybe a little smarter than the Calgary Flames, who were the Atlanta Frames, but it makes no sense for them to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Just stupid. But uh, fishing is a big deal, and when you hit a home run, they put a vest on you that says land at 10,000 lakes, and they give you a fishing pole, and you reel it in. Uh, The White Sox, um, the mobster. Now, Chicago is a town with a history of notorious crime-riddled mobsters. Yes, that's true, but... They put a pinstripe, they're already wearing pinstripes. They put a black pinstripe jacket on you and then a hat, which is kind of a fedora. And a lot of people think that it makes them look like a uh, Orthodox Jewish guy. <laughs> this guy. And don't get mad, that came from a Jewish tweet. It's like, what are you doing? That's our stuff. Is it okay? Well, I think it's okay and I'll tell you why. Because as dumb, the only thing dumber than Chiefs Kingdom, like if you had something to do with knights or lancers or paladins, princes, I don't know. Chiefs Kingdom is about as dumb as it gets. Except for, and this is why dressing as a mobster is okay in America, because what do they call the fan base for the Buffalo Bills? Right? Bill's Mafia. That's official. That's okayed by the NFL. That is on official merchandise. Bill's Mafia. Now, Cincinnati, what would they do? You think you're in Cincinnati and you're playing for the Reds. What could be red? What is native to the Queen City? And you think about it. And of course... Viking helmet. (laughs) I wonder if the twins are like, wait, shouldn't we have the Viking helmet? No, you're fishing. I know, but we're in the same town. No. So, yeah. If you see Jonathan India hit a home run, they put this like uh, kind of furry cloak and they put a Viking helmet on you. And you know why? It's just for fun, right? Why else would you have the... uh, the Thor hammer in Oakland. But as I said, there's no geographical relevancy there. The Royals, what do they have? Now the Royals, if it weren't for the A's, the Royals would be the doormat. So the, they're, they're one step in front of doormat, but what they have is a gladiator helmet and it goes over your face Kind of looks like Bane a little bit. Now, the Pirates, this one makes sense. As they say, low-hanging fruit. And that's the sword. And uh, why why wouldn't you have a sword? That's the thing that makes sense for Pirates. The Brewers also, thank you for not confusing us. 
they get a cheese head. And it's the same one that they wear at a Packers game. It's that, you know, big three-cornered holy thing. Looks like Swiss cheese. Now, the Red Sox, you're like, Rick, this list keeps going. It does. This is the thing now. The home run celebration prop. Now, (laughs) there's no geographical uh, relevance, but if the aforementioned Masataka Yoshida hits a home run, he comes in to the uh, dugout, and what does he put on? And uh, apparently he started it, and it's inflatable dumbbells. Yeah, I I don't really get that one. Another one in San Diego is the Polaroid. They actually have a real Polaroid picture, and they pause. Now, we've seen that before. I remember the Astros would pretend to pose, and Alex Bregman and El Tuve, and Woo, and Verlander would jump in with Correa and be like, woo, we're taking a picture. And then it was like, click. But it was pantomime, no camera. Make believe, all pretend. Well, now the Padres actually have a Polaroid in there. I just wonder, like, where do these go? I hope you don't throw them away. Uh, you think about the Tigers. Now, look, the Red Wings, one of the great franchises, Hockey Town USA, the Joe, all a tradition there. Stevie Y, baby. But they have not played the made the playoffs in seven years. So maybe that's why the Tigers uh, like to uh, give a little love to the Red Wings by putting on a Red Wings helmet. And that, to me, is some love. Mark Davis, by the way, when he was asked, will you ever embrace the A's and cross-promote? He said, not with this management group. It basically says, if you get rid of that ownership, I will love to be friends with the A's when they move, but not right now. There's just too much animosity and hate. And then the Braves, they had the big hat, and MLB put a stop to it because New Era is like, what? We are the official on-field hat. They're not the official on-field gladiator mask or Viking helmet or... What did I call it? Kabuto <laughs> samurai hat, but baseball hat. Yeah. And they put that on and that was it. Now here's the thing I got to tell you about the A's because first anyone who hit a home run, put on a catcher's mask. And I was like, really? Are you serious right now? Oh uh, yeah. Now get, if you're going to do a prop, get a prop. Don't just, I love lamp. Don't just look over here. Phil glass. That's my date. Thanks, Jan. Get something real. So they got rid of the catcher's mask, and then they got uh, right-filled Will's Hulk hands. And they go, well, Grant Balfour's not really here anymore. And then they settled on the Thor hammer. I guess it's only May. The ace could still be looking for something else. And uh, then there's one more team, the Marlins. And look, The thing is, is that the Phillies last year, they would put on a beach hat, if you like. The Marlins, oh, the Angels did the beach hat last year, and now, taking my talents to South Beach, the Marlins now put on the beach hat. And the one thing I hate about the beach hat is that when when, uh, football coaches wear them, to me, it's like an old lady wicker gardening hat. And I understand why football coaches wear them because it's hotter than hell during camp. 
and these guys are bald and like me, they'll burn like a lobster. I, I have, uh, I'm basically porcelain. Uh, they'll burn like a lobster. So it doesn't make a lot of sense, but the, uh, for the Marlins wearing the beach hat, it's fine. So I, I might've left out a team or two that I don't know about, but it's, uh, if it's really clever, it's fun. Um, I kind of go back to when this all started. I think the first time I noticed it was with, uh, the university of Miami, the hurricanes. And that is anybody who got an interception, got to wear that big chain around his neck with the U on it. And you got to walk around the sideline saying, yeah, I got an interception. I think, I think that was the first time I noticed something like that. And it's just grown since, and it's fun and you can make merch out of it. You can sell it. Like I'm sure somewhere uh, they're doing those samurai hats, not $2,500 worth, but maybe in a giveaway form. And I just wonder if the Orioles think, you know what, this shooting the beer through the hose thing, we got to come up with something better. No, no, keep it. Keep it and then uh, sell those to kids and then tell them to shoot beers from rooftops. It's a good message not i'm rick tittle let's take a break we'll come on back still time to get in if you would like 1-800-878-PLAY If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. 
If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. Thanks for that. Thanks for tuning in today. And um, I saw this was interesting from betonline.ag. The exact Super Bowl 58 matchups, they're taking odds. The number one favorite is the same matchup, Eagles-Chiefs 19-1, to if they were to play each other. Do you know what the second one is Niners Chiefs. So Vegas is like in the Niners. Why? Um, <laughs> but of course, I always check to see what the long shot is. If 19 to 1 is the favorite, 5,000 to 1, and there's only one of these Cardinals Titans. I would have thought Texans, but that's actually above that at 4,250 to one Cardinals Texans. And then at 3,875 to one is Cardinals Colts. Those are the only ones that are over the, uh, the two thousands, but that definitely means that Vegas thinks that Arizona is going to be the worst team in the NFC. But that also means that they think that Titans are going to suck worse than the Texans. And that's really saying something when you think about uh, the offense that they have there and in, in, uh, Tannehill and Henry and uh, others there. But, uh, you know, I used to kind of laugh, ha, 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 at uh, these Vegas odds. <laughs> and then I finally figured out that they kind of usually know what they're talking about outside of, Georgia versus TCU, they kind of know what they're talking about. 
All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you manana 9 a.m. pack time for another edition of Titillating Sports, y'all. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.